Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Here we are on Thursday morning of this week, and um, we're going to shift gears from the Gospel of Mark and go over to Psalm uh, chapter 46. So if you're reading through the one-year Bible, this was the reading part. Of, we're going to read part of what was, was part of the reading today. Uh, but Psalm 46 is a really special psalm, and it refers to a really special time. So I want to jump in, and I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, uh, to grab your Bible and read the whole psalm, because it's all good. But I'm going to jump in towards the end. It's a short psalm. So I'm going to jump in in verse 8. And it says, Come, see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of Heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Wow. That's a prophetic passage. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, it is. I mean, clearly God is talking about the end, end of all things here. When it looks like it's all going to pieces, God is saying, be still and keep your confidence and faith mm -hmm. in me. However, that's one of the most universal, it is the universal message of the Bible where God mm -hmm. comforts his children, asks them to be to be still and to recognize that he's God, he's the one who's going to act. And, and I instantly want to go back to the book of Exodus here yeah, like because it, it makes us think about the Israelites who come to the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. They can't go into the Red Sea because it's a flood stage. Pharaoh's army is right behind them. The people are going to pieces. And Moses says, be still, you know, and see mm -hmm. the salvation of the Lord. Now, the first thing that comes to my mind when I see God saying, be still and know that I'm God or be still and wait for God's salvation. We human beings have been given a gift to help us deal with terror. In fact, psychologists call it the fight or flight mechanism, which basically means when we're in trouble, we either fight or if we can't fight and win, run. we run, mm -hmm. fight or flight. And yet the Bible gives God's children a third and better option. Don't fight, don't run, be still and know that I'm God. In other words, God is like, be still, you can't be God, let me be God, you just be still. And I really do believe that that's a message for all of us right now because what happens when we get into that fight or flight thing that, that humans get into uh, is that we, we stop listening to God and we stop depending upon God. And oftentimes we, I, I've just seen, well, I start to say seen others. Heck, I've made, made all kinds of mistakes, you know, fighting or running. Uh, and so God is just saying, you know, don't make those mistakes. Don't hurt yourself by fighting or flighting. Be still and know that I'm God. I haven't told you this or not. I don't think I've told you this, but I, I saw a bracelet on Amazon. Oh, I saw, I was wondering about it that. It says, okay. be still and know that okay. I'm God. And you know how I deal with anxiety? I thought, I need that on you my right on wrist, wrist every okay. day just to look at that. So when you see that come in the mail, you'll know what that is. I was is. wondering who ordered that. Okay. <laughs> well, I and I also was uh, in, uh, captured by the reference to uh, Jesus destroying the, the weapons of war. Because yeah. we see that in, in the end times. Well, definitely it's going to happen in Armageddon because right. the Bible says there's a sharp sword that goes out of his mouth. Well, I don't believe... It's literal there as far as a sword. It's the word of God. I mean, mm -hmm. the spoken word, the same, the same Lord that spoke the world into existence. I mean, John 1 tells us that Jesus was involved with everything that was made. So when, you know, when the words were spoken, let there be light, it was Jesus who was speaking that. Well, evidently at Armageddon, when all the armies of the world are going to gather together against Israel and, and by extension against God, the Lord is going to destroy them with the word of his mouth. But he's also going to destroy the weapons of war when it's over. And yeah. I think, you know, it goes back to when God has everything the way he wants it, and he will at that point, there won't be any war. 
Yeah. We'll get to live in peace, and we won't have the fears of war or the threat of war. Well, I, this is this is probably just a too much information thing. But the one thing that Mary Alice wants to do more than anything else is grow a garden. That's right. And we just have never been able to do that at our, our, our homeowners association. <laughs> just they, they frown on They that. frown on yeah. that. So that's the one thing that she thinks about all the time. She wants to grow a garden. Well, Mary Alice, you're going to love this because uh -huh. when Jesus comes, they're going to beat no all weeds. the... They're gonna, well, they're going to beat the weapons of warfare oh, in, the, the in the gardening <laughs> instruments. So I thought you said the Lord's also going to lift the curse so there won't be weeds. Well, so, that's true, too. There you go. Yeah, no weeds. So, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm already looking at the no dig. There's not supposed to be weeds, but in any event. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a bucket list for what I want to do in this time period, in the millennial reign, and it's going to be a wonderful time. I do get excited when I think about it. Oh, I do, too. But yeah. gardening is definitely on my list. I know it is. Okay. Well, I hope that will remind you, even today, to be still and know that God is God, and He's still in charge. You know, um, we live in a world where fear is being marketed and thrown at us all the time and he doesn't want us to be fearful he wants us to be confident you know and i think the red seas and the pharaoh's armies mm -hmm. today uh, they're, they're they're different but and in, in so many ways they're the same i mean the red sea today could be a, a troubled marriage the mm -hmm. pharaoh's army could be a kid that's going off the rails you know uh, any of these things that we deal with it could be a job that a job situation that's almost un untenable but in the midst of all these attacks that we get, it is critical to remember to be still and know that God is that God is God. And we want to hear mm -hmm. His voice, mm -hmm. so that what we what we do and what we say doesn't make matters worse. But instead, they offer opportunities for God to step in and work. And I would just say, you know, we're at a point in life where we can look back a lot because we're you know we're in our sixties now. And I would say our experience has been when we take these things to God. He always answers. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily answer when we want Him to or how we want Him to. But you know what I've learned? His timing is perfect, and His answer is always better than the one we had suggested. You know, you used to always say, wow. you know, you, God commands us to take all of our what's, but the how's and the when's we have to leave with Him. You know, Muriel, so I'd open something up, and I guess I'm going to take us off on another trail here. But there have been so many times in our lives where we had a crisis come up and we didn't know what to do. We thought maybe it was going to overwhelm us. But God not only solved the crisis, God opened all kinds of doors mm -hmm. of opportunity. Mm -hmm. In fact, a lot of times our next season of ministry <laughs> and maybe even next seasons of ministry were given birth to out of those crises that we never would have chosen. Oh, not in a million years. Desperate times. Desperate times give us an opportunity to see God work. Yeah. And and if we'll trust him and if we'll be patient with his timing, and that doesn't mean it isn't a painful season because it is. Yeah. We've been through some very painful seasons. We've shed many tears. We've we've had many uncertain times of our life where we didn't know what was next, but God has taken care of us in each and every one of those situations. And he is good. He is a good God. Do you know, um, again, Marilyn, I just keep talking here, and, I, and we need to just end this, but the, <laughs> what we're saying makes me think of so many other things. Oftentimes, God allows what we've built up to be torn down because it's too small. Mm. And then he wants to build something way bigger, and he's got to take those boundaries down that we've, we've put in because we said, well, my, what I'm doing can't be any bigger than this. And sometimes he wants to rebuild our heart. Yeah. To yeah. be, um, to maybe bring in a new humility or a new, um, 
just a, a new relationship with Him. You know, if we never had any problems, we wouldn't probably have a really strong relationship because we wouldn't feel like we needed Him. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I, I wouldn't sign up for any of the valleys we've been through. I wouldn't sign up no. for that. But I wouldn't trade what we've learned and what we've seen God do in the midst of all those valleys. And uh, I know that would be true in your life as well as you're going through difficult times if you'll trust God. You know, on a human level, we, we, we get this principle. I mean, I don't know anything about plumbing. If I if I called the plumber over to our house and we had you know a horrific water leak or something and I got in his way and tried to do his job, the plumber would say, "Would you just be still and let me be the plumber?" Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. I go see the doctor and I start messing with all the medical stuff over there and and you know checking my own pulse and all that, mm-hmm. you know, the doctor's going to say, "Mark, you just be still, and let me be the doctor." Mm-hmm. Well, we're not God. That's right. You know, and so many times we try to get in there and mess with the stuff that only God can do. And God is like, Mark, be still and let me be God. Mm. We understand that principle with everything else. How much more should we understand it? We should. And to remember that he sees what we can't see. Oh, my. And and so we need to be aware of that. When we're analyzing a situation, God is seeing things that we can't see. Oh, we need to trust him. Trust, yes. that's such a big thing. Yeah. I think Jonathan even talked about we that talked last about that. weekend. That's right. so, <laughs> so on that, before we before we take off on another rabbit trail, maybe we should end for today. So Mark, would you You may just us? have to spend the day with us today. <laughs> would you lead us in a word of prayer yeah. this morning? Father, we do rejoice that you are God and that we're not. But Lord, I I especially pray for your sons and daughters today who are going through a time of crisis and maybe that fight or flight thing is kicking in. Oh God, I pray that you'll help us to hear your sweet, still voice say, be still and know that you're God. And you are God as the scriptures say, and there is none other. We testify to that in Jesus name, amen. Amen. Well, I hope that was a blessing to you. I know we enjoyed. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us here today on Noah's Window. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow on Friday morning here. And in the meantime, we just pray God's blessings on you. We'll see you soon.